Point Guard is a production of iHeartRadio. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, you know, just a fan of the game. You know, man. you know, that's why it's like some, some of us we're fans, man. Like yeah. I love, I love what Westbrook's doing. I love what Curry's brought to the game. I yeah. love what Trey Young is doing. Luca's doing. Absolutely. John Morant, Dame, like Kyrie, like you know, for special for me, it's so great to see. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, guess what? We are back, baby. Part two, Gilbert Arenas. Like, it's like every time I celebrated success, something happened, mm. right? You know, celebrating college, like, yeah, I'm on top. I'm on top of the world. Like, I'm going to be a lottery pick. Yeah. Y'all couldn't stop me in college. Obviously, y'all ain't yeah. going to stop me, right? Yeah. Boom. Number 31. 31. <laughs> you know, 30, 31. <laughs> you, know. Done spend, you done spent all your rookie money. So you you literally poor, bro. You know, so I can't I can't even go to the club because I can't afford to go to the club. Right. I'm not old enough to go to the club. Right. The only thing I can do is sit in the gym. And work. And just work because I, I don't have nothing else to do. I can't but, do anything. I, mean, I, but, I couldn't even I couldn't even drive from home to practice every day. That's crazy. So I had to make a choice. So some yeah. days, like... Monday, I'm looking at the gas saying empty. I got forty dollars in my pocket. I ain't gonna make it through the week, so I'll just sleep at the gym for those days. Uh, Till we go on the road, get a little per diem, get a little per now diem. Now you back, a, yeah. yeah. You know, got my little backpack, fill it up with all the fruit and shit. From hey, the day. I'm bro, good. I'm good. Yeah. Once once you kind of get the per diem and the snacks, you can steal the juices. No, just sit up. Hey, bro, I used to get boots all the fucking time on my car. So anytime, like, we get the little stipend check and shit, uh-huh. like, I would have no money because it'd be rent and, like, $1,500 worth of parking tickets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, 1500 The whole team had boots on their cars and shit at one point during my sophomore season. Hell yeah. <laughs> college was just, like, I feel like college was, like, you could – it was the one time you, the one and the last time you can be irresponsible, and it don't, it don't negatively, <laughs> it don't affect you in real life. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I know people listening, like, man, shut the fuck nah, up. Bro, you yeah. can't do that. <laughs> Y'all not normal. Nah, we ain't. We not normal. Sorry, guys. It's not no normal shit. Yeah. Oh man. Um, and then I just want to touch a little bit more on, like, the NBA stuff. I got some fun questions. Um, you know, I want people to kind of more so in this show, like, you know, get to know the point guy, mm-hmm. you know, and and just, you know, like the way you study the game, right? Like, what 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 was your – outside of, like, I'm going to kill you, mm-hmm. like, what – how would you say, like – what is your science, right, mm-hmm. behind Gilbert Arenas and his game? So, <clears throat> I had to study your flaws, right, a, a person's flaws, a person's attributes. Um, when does his natural ability kick in? Mm-hmm. You know, because you got, you know, players that's like, like yourself, you know, you're going to get – everybody involved, right? Yep. What happens when you're down? What triggers that person? Mm. 
Is he more dangerous when he's up or when he's down or when it's close mm-hmm. game? What is he like in the last four or five minutes? Is he the guy that's just going to take it all himself? So, yeah, he averages 16 points, but, but 14 coming in the last, you know, five minutes of the game. You know what I mean? That's a whole different player. That's a, yeah, that's, you know, a, that's you know, a way different player, <laughs> you know I mean? bro. So, you know, so, yeah, he might not be the star player, but he's a star player at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. So I have to understand what those players, how does that look? Yep. So, you know, if you got a guy who, you know, he's a gamer in the last three, four minutes is when he. That's Sam when Cassell, he activates. Sam Cassell. That's uh, he when he activates. Activate. That's when he activates. So I got to make sure that he's on the bench mm-hmm. at that time. So now I got to play chess with his fouls, trying to get him in foul trouble, trying to get him out of the game, making sure, you know, I now, you know, I'm approaching the game different. So now I can't play the same game every game, can't play the same every quarter, can't play the same every five minutes. So now I have to create skills for different times mm. of the game. And I, I don't mm. think that when we first learn our sport, we understand that. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, playing against you is different than playing against Monte Ellis. Playing against Monte Ellis in the last five minutes ain't the same playing against you in the last five minutes. Right. We're trying to make a comeback, you know, playing against you in the last five minutes, you know, understanding basketball, this and this, is different than playing against somebody who's just wild. You know what I mean? So unless you understand that, you're going to get killed in different situations. So to, to really excel in the game itself, you have to understand all the elements. I love that, dude. I, I describe it as <clears throat> building capacity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's like if you can, if you know everything about your opponent, right, then you know the levels that they can get to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you also know where your levels are, mm-hmm. right? And so where do they conflict? Where do they mesh? What do you have to sacrifice on your levels? You know, because like high scoring, da, 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 all these, like your, your tens, nine, eight, 10, 10, mm-hmm. you know? And then if, you know, some, someone like Eric Snow, mm-hmm. he can't score with you. You know what I mean? Someone like uh, a Charlie Ward, right? Mm-hmm. He can't score with you. And so the smart ones start figuring out like, if I can knock that 10 to an eight, if I can start knocking him down, he got, and he is 80% of his hundred. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, and I love that because all you, what you're doing is you're building also the capacity for yourself to grow mm-hmm. past the person that you put in that space. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. That's interesting, dude. Like point guards out there, when y'all looking at other point guards and you take in ingredients and things like that, you also kind of got to build like. Some space for yourself. Yeah, you have you, you, you have to. I mean, you know, the game players, that you got to remember, to be great, that means you can adjust well, mm-hmm. right? So, like, well, I remember when I, when I used to play against Chris Paul, right? I don't want a close game in the last four minutes. Yeah. Because now the game favors him. Yep. Right? Because he's, he's, he's going to get a great shot. Always. Not going to turn the ball over. Never. So that means... 
I have I have to and we have to as a team play perfect basketball mm-hmm. in the last four minutes if this game is close. Right. Are we that disciplined? So if we're not, I got to speed this game up, get him frustrated, get him in foul trouble, get him out the game, get this lead before that four minute right. mark. So that's a whole different game. That's, yeah. You know, so because I know once it gets four minutes and there's a two to one point, it favors him. Mm-hmm. You know, now every shot has to be smart. Now I got to change my whole thought process and game to now match what he's going to do. Yeah. You know, so that's how the game is played. And sometimes you can see talented players and, like, you, you're handicapping yourself because yeah. you're not studying what needs what, to be studied. And where you need, you need to, to fill your voice. Um, Washington. You leave Golden State. You go to Washington Mm -hmm. on the heels of the Michael Jordan, you know, retirement. And, you know, it's like it was basically a debacle. Mm -hmm. And the Washington Wizards were like the new laughing stock of the league. Mm -hmm. Walk me through Washington because Washington, I used to play uh, 2K. And y'all was my favorite team to play 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 with because like I'm like damn all the homies on this squad yeah. y'all had a had a f- fucking squad talk about building legacy right and walk us through this Washington you know when you arrive in Washington when does it happen you know what I mean mm-hmm. like the moment you like. When did the Agent Zero come about? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When did the Hibachi come about? You know, you was doing the dope commercials. You had the independent brand. Like, you were doing so much, right? And it's like when you got to Washington, I just felt like you were ready mm-hmm. to claim your fame, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And live in your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, talk, walk me through it. Walk us through that. So, I think... Um a few things happened actually. So I was on. I think I was in. I was on vacation when the whole Jordan thing mm-hmm. went. So when I got back and teams was opening up, um, I went to Washington, and you know my dad gonna ask the question. So what happened with the Jordan thing? Like why is he part of the team? And you know Mr. Poland, you know the owner at the time said it. He said, "Listen, I made a deal with Michael, and you know he's gonna be you know majority owner." Um, when I asked the players, you know, the players rejected it. He said, I'm a, he said, I'm a basketball fan. Yeah, I make my money outside. Of this, but, you know, I'm the reason some of these rules are in now. You know, mm-hmm. I had West Unsailed. We had room. They had roommates. And now I got to watch my MVP and my rookie of the year sleep in the hallway because he's a rookie and the vet has his wife. So I had to change that. Everybody gets their own rules. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, so what the players want is what I do. Mm. So the players said, we we don't want to play for Michael. Wow. We don't want to. We, we don't. We're, you know, it's a young team. Yeah. You know, he's like, yeah. he, he didn't. It like, we're not. He's like, we're not the Chicago Bulls. We're not Scotty Pippen. We can't handle that. You know, so that's what Mr. P said. I'm not going to, you know. So when I got there, Mr. P was like, if you decide to come here, no free agent wants to come here. If you decide to come here and you can get a, get me out of this Michael Jordan thing, I'm indebted to you. So mm. I told him, he said, we don't have a superstar here. There's no face of, uh, of Washington right now. 
This is power. Washington, you you become a star here, you have political power. power. Right? Yeah, I'm 20 years old. I don't know what the fuck that means. Right. right? <laughs> but, but, but you start doing a lot of great shit. Mm-hmm. Talk about that, dude. And like, because you got to think the shit that you were doing at what, 20, 21 mm-hmm. years old, the dudes who were being affected by it were all these young, young dope-ass yeah. ballers coming out of D.C., P.G. County, yeah. Baltimore, Virginia. You know, tell us about that because, like, getting to Washington, the Wizards suck. You know what I'm saying? They need help. But you are in the capital. Mm-hmm. What is that like? See, I think, you know, with my personality, right, you know, that fun-loving yeah. personality, it worked for me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because I'm a demon on the court, right. off the court, what's up? What it's we doing? What we doing? Cool. You yeah. know, we're going, going to stands, buy everybody beer, yeah. you know, like game one starts of the season. I got, you know, Gilbert Arenas jerseys yeah. or shirts everywhere. Yeah. You know, um, so the fans fell in love with me. Mm-hmm. And then in the summer, I go play down at Berry Farms. The hood fell in love. Yeah, that's sure. where I'm. You know, that's where I'm playing against yeah. the young Kevin Durant. Yeah, right. So him seeing me interact with the kids, you know, him. Hey, how you doing? What's yeah, up, young yeah. fella? This and this. You know, that changes his perspective of what pros should be. And Washington Wizard pros. What Washington Wizard pros? Because it wasn't like they was out. You know what I mean? Like out, out like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was. It was like it was a big stale period. Yeah, so then I started, you know, getting giving back to the community. I mean, to this day, I'm pretty sure I'm the only player that actually had the owner participate in, uh, uh, like, giveaways. Giveaways, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I did a scores for school. So every point I scored, I gave 100 bucks to whatever school. So Fine. I did a raffle, a, a raffle in 81 teams, you know, there's 81 schools. Right, so I did, That's I did dope. home, I did home. So I took care of home. Yeah, he took care of away. So he says, "I'll match you. I'll do the other forty-one teams." That's big. You time. know, so you know, I'm scoring sixty points. He got to give six six thousand dollars to a school. Right. You know what I mean? But that's the kind of connection. Yeah, I had. Think. Yeah, you know, I think I think what players don't understand is this: that guy at the top. Yeah. You got to treat him like just any other nerd yeah right they want to be cool too yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. like you you are you're not just meat to them you're meat to the middleman yo you know what time it is you know this show wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for our sponsors let them have it that guy at the top yeah you got to treat him like just any other nerd yeah right they want to be cool too, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like you, you are. You're not just meat to them. You're meat to the middleman. You're meat to. You're meat to. Yes. <laughs> to the, to, yes. <laughs> to everybody who can bene- really benefit yeah, off you. You know, the general manager. Mm-hmm. The, that's who you. Yeah. You meet to the owner. You. You have a relationship with the man who writes the final check. Right. You friends with him. Trust me. You're in a whole different you're world. In a different, different bracket. You're in a whole different world. You know what I mean? Because now. Having a relationship with him, key to the city from two mm-hmm. different mayors. You know, when mm-hmm. I get snubbed from the All-Star game and he says, don't worry, David Stern's going to make it right. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, um, 
you know, their Madame Tussauds Wax Museum, they want to introduce, you know, two DC, two DC figures. Well, then it's going to be old Gilbert and Obama. And Gilbert's going to go in first. Fire. You know what I mean? And that's the, that's, that's the type of, you know, power you have when you touch the right shoulders. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, just for any young player out there, don't be afraid of the man that writes a check because you got to remember, he's in all of you too because you have something he don't have. Right. That's a face that everybody can recognize. That I, yep. You know, you, yeah. come on, a man with a billion dollars want people to know he got a billion dollars. Right. You know what I mean? Because everybody's just walking past him like he ain't shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you, he he envies you also. Right. So being friends with him, making him normal. Hey, you want to go to the bar or go to a little lounge or something, hang out? Hey, can I come over? Your wife cooking dinner? Like, Invite yourself. Hey, I want to come over and see how you're living. See yeah, what, yeah, you know? for sure. And he gonna like, wait, you you want to come to my house? Hang with me. <laughs> yeah, 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 of for course, sure. come on over. You had, I mean, you know, dude, fly the helicopter to you. <laughs> dog, you had that city turned up. The magic, the energy, the magic was great. You got all these fucking great players around you. And even though, I, and I say this to people, like you're the first point guard that had all the responsibility of what an Akeem Olajuwon, a Jordan, or like, you know, like mm -hmm. there was never a time that I can remember where the point guard had all the weight on his back, especially in our era, right? And so honestly, like you- still you had the big man. Yeah, it was all big man. Mm -hmm. You need a big man or you need a three and big man. You know what I mean? And like everything was really traditional and you kind of came out, broke the mold, and then you turned it up a notch and then you start setting DC on fire, mm -hmm. right? You know, it became the place people wanted to go to, right? And and I remember there was this moment where I was like, man, is this this fool is just a marketing genius. You had the Adidas stuff that was dope. Uh, you had did some stuff with Undercrown that Under, was yeah, dope. Yeah. Um, and then you got the Grotto. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have a, I have a um, you know, I'll be rapping. Mm-hmm. And so I got a line, say I was uh, hanging out uh, with Oprah in Gilbert Arena's grotto. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, cause it was, I, I remember the grotto mm -hmm. was like, had like, basically the grotto could have had its own yep. social media page mm -hmm. right now and it would have been popping. Just talk about like the way you decided, like, to brand the city. You know what I mean? Because basketball, once it picked up, it has a, and DC is, is football, mm -hmm. baseball. Yep. You know what I mean? You know, politics, yep. like Washington Wizards are usually yeah, like laughing stock, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? And you took that and you like, you, mo you moved them. You know what I mean? It's like you moved them in the city that they were in, but you, uh, you upgraded them. Talk you about know, that. so, you know, it's, it was a great working staff with the Washington Wizards media. You know, um, you know. Shout out to my girl um, Sasha Jones. Uh -huh. um, she under was so funny. She understood my mindset. I want to be different. I want to be new. Mm -hmm. And let's pretend that no one's no one can judge us. And that was the, the no one can judge. Don't forget about the judging. Right. Mm -hmm. Just forget about the judging, and if we can do it, we can do it. You know, so that was the thing. So I remember we met with a consultant, 
and they they told me about my appearance, right? This is be this is like right when the the NBA was putting in our dress code, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, meeting with uh now before that, mm-hmm. before the dress code. It was a wild, wild west. Yeah, you know, pants, you know, our shorts hanging down to our calves. Yeah. Couldn't go through the legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Couldn't go. laughs> you know, so I, I met, and it was like, um, um, I remember the first comment. <laughs> oh, he's more attractive than I thought. Right? <laughs> this came from dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, me growing up, oh, man. Oh, uh, here you go, trying going, to I'm hit about, on I'm me. about to be uncomfortable, bro. <laughs> right? So... And then they started saying some shit that just made me really have to sit back and say, you know what? I'm going to fuck with y'all. Yeah. It was like, all right, look. So they put a picture of me. Boom. And then it was like, uh, who do you appeal to? I mean, whoever, you know, whoever liked, you know, whoever liked me, I don't know. Yeah. They said, listen, to rule this world, to be the man, Women, gays, men are last. And I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? Mm. He said, look, your appearance should attract women. Gays, men are last. Mm-hmm. So your shirt, too baggy. Pants, too long. Right? She said, you have a nice butt. Let the women see it. Tuck your jersey into... Mm-hmm. Your 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 boxers, uh-huh. right? So they can see your butt. Uh-huh. I mean, like booty too. Uh-huh. I'm like, all oh, all right, okay, that's weird, but whatever. Your jersey, stop wiping your face with your jersey like this because it makes you look dirty, dirty all right here. Yeah, that's not attractive. Yeah. Pull your shirt out. Yep, just what's the name? Let everybody see you, your six pack and all the abs. Uh-huh. And then once you start doing that, you just grab two groups. You grab the women. The uh-huh. gays, the men are gonna. The men gonna love at, you for the, the men looking at the scoreboard. Yeah, they don't care the what stats. you're wearing. Uh-huh. So you know you're gonna throw your jersey, throw your jersey to older people. Yeah, and kids, kids. right? And then yeah. from the, two weeks of that, man, everything fucking changed overnight. Wow. And then from there it was just you know just being creative, just understanding what people wanted. People mm-hmm. want to feel the experience. Who came up with Age Agent Zero? Somebody in DC, because uh, it came from MySpace. Oh wow! Yeah, you know I had the MySpace. shout out to <laughs> fucking uh, MySpace. Yeah, I had this, I had a, my name was called Black President. Oh wow! It was Black President, and then I had my like Secret Service girls. So once I'm like, man, that man's an agent, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's why I got the name. I was the first Black President in DC because I came in with that Black President. That is hilarious. Obama didn't know that. No, nah, I, was, I was original. <laughs> yeah, I was original. So from there, just you know, just putting my personality on the things I was doing. Like before collabs, I was collabing. Yeah, no. So you were doing the collabs. Yeah, like was, there was no collabs. No, you were doing all the like. PE exclusives, so, yeah, so, collab. Yeah, because I was like, man, like, I, I remember having a meeting. I had a meeting, like, because I remember I was like, I have a meeting tomorrow at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. And I'm sitting there like, man, man, fuck all that. Put them all in one table. I, I said, if I'm, I'm the, if I'm what everybody's investing in, then we all need to be in the same room. See how we can all help each other. Mm. Right? 
I want vitamin water. Your Coca-Cola's there, vitamin water. Yeah. I mean, you got uh, Spalding, you got Undercrown, you got Benny Hanage, you got yeah, all yeah, these yeah. people, yeah, everyone yeah. in the same building, and we can all bounce. Push one brand. You're all pushing And everybody the same can have this synergy. You know, so Love that's why that. when I did my, my, my Gill 2s and I dropped yeah. 20 pairs and everybody touched it you know slam magazine had yeah. one you know um xbox microsoft yeah. had one yeah. it's because of that meeting you mm. know what i mean it was the it was the it was the meeting that everybody pioneer so, collabs that's fire yo you know what time it is you know this show wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for our sponsors let them have it If you were to compare your style to three artists of your favorite artists, right? Uh, explain the artists and how your styles are synergistic. Like artists as in like rap artists? Rap artists, any artists. I know I got some Kanye in me. For sure. You know, someone that just think outside the box and just do different shit and just don't care. Um, hmm. So I know Kanye's one. Um, Kanye's a good one. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Jay Z. I don't. Uh-uh. I, I think I'm vindictive like Drake a little bit. You know, very right? petty like Drake. <laughs> I'm very petty like Drake. You, you have uh, a. You have a. You have a very petty. You have a very, very much so Drake pettiness about you. Uh, um. And. And three, probably little Chris Brown. I got a little Chris Brown, you know, when when shit don't go my way, you know, I'm going to, I yeah. got a spaz. I got a spaz. <laughs> I, got I can't spaz. help it. <laughs> I, got, I got a spaz a little bit. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> That's so great. And then if you were building your perfect point guard and you have five attributes, what would they be? Five attributes? IQ, vision, the will to win, um, and you can take those attributes from other players, so you can build your Frankenstein point guard. So, like, name the players. Yeah, you All and right. what you taking from them to build your Frankenstein. So I'm, I'm gonna take uh, Magic's vision. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take Westbrook explosiveness. Uh-huh. I'm gonna take Jordan's. Jordan, not a point guard. No, nah, I'm no, nah, I'm gonna take his willingness to win. You can't take. Oh, Jordan. I can't take Jordan's <laughs> willingness to win. <laughs> you got oh, then, then, then I take uh, Chris Paul's willingness to win. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take Ben Simmons height. Ben Simmons is a point guard. <laughs> yeah, I'm Ben Simmons height. Uh, so I got Ben Simmons with Westbrook jumping ability. And Magic passing and Chris Paul knack. There's knack. Then I'm going to take Steph's shooting ability. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Because I need Dame in the last two minutes of the game. But, ah. You're going to need you some handles in there, too. You cool, you cool, you cool with that. I mean, an explosive Ben Simmons Westbrook magic. It's either it's either it's either Steph or Dame. You know, Steph is. 
because they both sold. What's so funny is they both sold different. They so, and they're, and and they're, they're so, so similar. And they're so similar. Like yep. one's a one's a last five minute demon. Assassin. Assassin. Like it's just like his thought process yeah. in the last five minutes. I don't know how I get. I, I don't know if I can get his that elevation up. level is crazy. Yeah, I don't. I, I I don't know how I get that up. <laughs> and right. I don't know how I don't know how I give up Steph Curry's ability to just make shots. So, um, a smart man would just take both of them, and then get rid of Westbrook's jumping ability. Since I'm already six, you already got Ben Simmons. I know, so, yeah, Damn! So, since I'm already six eleven, I don't think I need the explosion too. So, <laughs> so I'll take I'll take uh, I'll take Curry's ability to make shots as uh, Dame's last five minute mentality. Man, incredible, man! And then I would say, you know, as we wrap, you know, uh, knowing how important basketball is it is and has been. In, uh, to you in your life mm-hmm. like what advice would you like to impart uh to like that young if you could say something to that young gilbert arenas to the young yeah like what would the, you say to your younger self see i can't tell my younger self anything or i wouldn't be here right now so just telling the the, the next generation listen to the players mm-hmm. because you got to remember they've been where you that you're trying to go, yep. you know, some fell from grace and bounced back. So they're going to, they're going to teach you not to fall. Yeah. So you don't, you know, it's like a father figure, yeah. you know, the NBA players in front of you are, are technically father figures too. Yeah. You know, so understand what they're saying. They're not the old head yeah. that's hating on you. Yeah. And remember hate is not necessarily what it's meant to meant be. To be. Yeah. It's your flaws. Yeah. I'm telling you your flaws. Yeah. So if I say you can't shoot, you don't do this, you don't do that, yeah. I'm giving you the blueprint of how to get better. Yeah. So if I'm telling you three flaws and you're like, oh, you hating and, no, you, don't, and you don't fix those. And hate has a fine line. And you don't fix those three things, then yeah. that's your problem. That's totally. your fault. So don't look at it as the old player hate and just understand that yo he just gave me three things that I can improve on to be a better player mm. you know what I mean so Love that. you know so you know take in what someone's saying that's been there done that and just add it to your game and keep moving love that and then um who are your favorite point guards right now point gods sorry point god all you know what I'm, um, I'm one of those all of them man like I, you know I'm, I'm, I'm a fan yeah it's you know, just a fan of the game you know right? you know that's why it's like some, some of us we're fans man like yeah. I love I love what Westbrook's doing I love what Curry's brung to the game I love yeah. what Trey Young is doing Luca's doing absolutely John Morant Dame absolutely. like Kyrie like it's so it's you know for especially for me it's so great to see it two two of your favorite I wouldn't say underrated. I would say underappreciated point guards. Dame. And it can be in history, too. Ooh, in history. Or somebody you played against. Like, who are two unappreciative, unappreciated point guards? It's like, damn. I got to say right now, when it comes to because I don't think they get appreciated for what they do. I'm going to say Dame, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm going to say I'm going to say those two. I don't I don't think people really understand like 
what the two are bringing to this game, right? What they're doing and the when impact of them, yeah, man. It, you know, and I, I think they didn't get it when you were doing. I it. Think, you know what I, I mean? I, I think because we we look, we're we're not players. I think just fans general were told to look at wins and losses, yeah, and don't understand that. Yo, there's just some teams that's just supposed to win. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I, it's me as a Bugatti, then I got four Hondas. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm playing against all Bugattis. Yeah. I, I don't supposed to win this race. Yeah. But you got to remember, there's five Bugattis. So the fact that those five can't stop me from getting a triple double, right. that should be a problem, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> like if I'm averaging a triple double yeah. and it's just me. Yeah. How hard do you think yeah. I'm really moving for me to get the triple double? Wow. Yeah. They're all focused on me. Yeah. What happens when they got to play me one on one? Yeah. It's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. It's gonna, <laughs> hey, man. It's going to be a huge what, hey, problem. Hey, Westbrook about to have a triple oh double in the first half. In the first half. In the first half, bro. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> He gets the pass on LeBron and uh, Anthony and, Davis. And AD, man, if you don't stop it, man. shout out to Westbrook, man. Gil, we appreciate you, man. You know, you are, you're a pioneer in my eyes. You know, you're somebody that, you know, even though you like a little bro, I looked up to you because I just, I really fuck with your game. And it was just so hard. It was so hard to, one, guard you, but just like certain people – can't be defined mm-hmm. you know what i mean you are undefinable right and i just wanted to tell you that i appreciate you the crowd appreciates you they love you man you see everybody turning up <laughs> ladies and gentlemen there you have it the conductor the first black president in washington dc <laughs> The master chef at the Benihana Court in Washington, D.C. The tools, the sniper, the go-getter, the wave maker, the pioneer, Dr. Focus. Leave me alone. Let me stay in the gym. (laughs) I know where my goal is. Mr. North Star. Mr. Fun, Mr. Confident, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Gilbert Arenas. <laughs> and I'm your host, Baron Davis, aka Boom Dizzle, aka B Diddy. And this is Point God, the Point God Podcast. Presented by Slick on iHeartMedia. Shout out to iHeart. Catch y'all next time. Point God is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.